Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Tonight, I would like to encourage you with the Word of God and to really help you to know the gift of Christmas. The best gift of Christmas is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we celebrate Christmas. God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son for us so that we can have eternal life and super abundant life. Jesus said that the thief came only to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I came to give you life and give it more abundantly. Jesus came to give us super abundant life and also eternal life in heaven. Thank God, Jesus is the king of all kings. He is the creator of the whole universe. He is the ruler of the universe. But he was willing to come down. And he came into a, a very lowly place. He was not born in a big palace. He was not surrounded by kings and princes and queens. He was surrounded by animals. He was so humble. He wanted to show you that he is a humble God. And he came into the world to save us. Thirty years later, he preached the gospel. He proclaimed that I am God. When you see me, you see God. When I was growing up in Thailand as non-Christian, I thought that Christianity, think about Jesus, is for only foreigners, for white people. I did not believe in Jesus at that time. Actually, when I was driving past the church in Bangkok, Thailand, I even put the fist up to the church and said, this is a lie, this is not true. I did not believe in the Almighty God. But one day God knew what I needed. He led me to Seattle for honeymoon. And during that honeymoon time, somebody told me about Jesus Christ. And he even showed me that the Bible is the Word of God. There are many evidences to show that the Bible is the Word of God. For example, the earth is round. It was mentioned thousands of years ago. The Bible said that the earth is hanging in the space. Wow, that was mentioned thousands of years ago. After I heard about all these evidences, I yielded to God and said, Okay, God, I'm going to study about Jesus. I went back to Bangkok, Thailand, and joined a Bible study group and learned about Jesus in the book of Matthew. That He was born from a virgin. He claimed to be God. He performed miracles after miracles. He healed the sick. He stopped the wind and the storm. He walked on the water. And he never sinned. And one day, he was crucified on the cross. And he said, Forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they're doing. That sentence that came out from his mouth really touched my heart. Because I learned when I was young that when people hurt me, I need to take revenge. I need to hit back. I need to do something about it. But God loved the world so much. He died for the sinners, for the world. Amen. On that night, when I heard Jesus say that on the cross in the movie, I bowed my head down and gave my life to Jesus Christ. 
That was about 40 plus years ago, and I never regret that I became a Christian. After that, I began to realize that, wow, Jesus is so real to me. He is the Almighty God. Again, I'm not a dumb guy. I have a education of being a neurosurgeon. I have two educations: one in Thailand. I became a neurosurgeon in Thailand. I came here, studied at University of Washington, another eight years to become a neurosurgeon. So, the Bible cannot lie to me and make me believe in the lies. I know the evidences, and not only the evidence, historical evidence, archaeological evidences, all kind of evidences. I have my own experience that Jesus is so real, and He is the Almighty God. Let me read what Jesus said in Luke chapter four, verses fourteen to nineteen. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, as his custom was. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. He was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He had anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news. The gospel means the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Thank Jesus, He came to the world. To give us the good news, I believe that we have heard the bad news enough in the past three years. All this pandemic, all the death, all the people die from the COVID-19. But we want to hear the good news. The good news is that Jesus came into the world on that Christmas night, and He came to save us. He came to set the captive free. He helped us to be free. From a lot of problem in life, when Jesus showed up, he came with salvation. He came with also power. He came with freedom. He want to save us. There's so many story in the Bible talking about when Jesus show up, what happened, and the same thing happened to me in the past forty years. When Jesus show up in my life, new life come into me. I remember that before I became a Christian, I was not a happy man at all. I never smile. I was a negative person, very pessimistic, very critical person. But when Jesus came into my life, I got life from God, and I was changed by the presence of Jesus Christ. He gave me life. He gave me peace and joy, and He really answered my prayer. He performed miracles after miracles in my life. Jesus show up, life came. Luke chapter seven, eleven to fifteen say, "Now it happened the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and a large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother. She was a widow, well, poor lady. She lost her son. She lost her husband." And a large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, I like this sentence. He had compassion on her, 
and said to her, "Everyone say, God has compassion on me." Do you know that God loved you so much? He wants to show compassion to you, and said to her, "Do not weep." Then the Lord, He came and touched the open coffin, and those who carry him stood still, and He said, "Young man, I say to you, arise." So he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. We like to show the picture of a man in a coffin, rose up from the coffin. Jesus raised the dead. Jesus can change your dead situation into life again. Before I became a Christian, I remember that I was dating Pasada. Oh, I tell you, we were quarreling every day. Our relationship was pretty scary, pretty shaky. But after we received Jesus Christ into our heart, both of us, our relationship was restored. We love each other. We have happy family, and we really have a good marriage because Jesus restored and resurrected my marriage. I remember many years ago, actually, about one year before I retired from medical practice. A man show up in my office. He is from India. He work for a company in the internet. He show up and he say, "Do you remember me?" I say, "No, I don't remember you at all," because he saw me ten years ago, and I could not remember him. He sat down and he say, "You remember me? I came to you at Overlake Hospital, and I had a brain cancer. I was dying. You even say to me that." I could even extend your life for six to nine months max, because that kind of brain cancer called glioblastoma multiforme cannot be cured, no matter what. Surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, no cure for glioblastoma multiforme. Zero percent survival. But he told me, "You remember, doctor? You pray for me in the name of Jesus that I would be healed." I say, "Really? I don't remember." He said, <laughs> "He said to me, 'You pray for me, and after that, MRI of the brain. After MRI of the brain, again and again every year, no more tumor. The tumor was gone. This man should have died from brain cancer, but God, Jesus Christ, healed that man, and he came back to see me again." 10-15 years later, to show me that Jesus is still alive, and He is the healer. I have another incident. He's a manager of 105.3. He came to me in the office. I never forgot because the next week I'm gonna fly to Thailand. This man came into my office with his wife, and the MRI show a large cancer in the middle of the brain. He went to see another neurosurgeon already. That neurosurgeon say. No way, we cannot do anything. It's so deep. You need to do biopsy, and it looked like brain cancer. He came, and I told him the same thing. Wow, I don't know what to do for you. This is an unresectable location. There's no way I can help you. But anyway, can we pray? And we bow down and pray together. I, him, and his wife. We bow down and pray. And what happened? Three months later, he showed up again. All the symptoms disappear. He got another MRI scan for follow-up. The tumor was gone. 
completely gone. And that was about seven years ago. And he's still alive today, working for 105.3 Christian Radio Station. God gave him life. God can get rid of the death in people's life. He is the good God. Jesus came. He died on the cross. On the cross, he took our sickness and he offered us divine health. And on the third day after he was buried in the tomb, he was resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit and he's still alive. He walked on earth, showed himself to more than 500 people at the same time. Jesus is the living God. So Christian, we don't believe in the dead God. We believe in the living God who was resurrected from the dead. And he's still alive today. This is a big hope for me because I know that after I died, I will be in heaven with him. I will see him in heaven. Amen. Amen. Jesus give life. When Jesus show up, he will say to you, remove the stone. You remember the story of a man named Lazarus. Lazarus was very sick. His two sisters, Mary and Martha, sent message to Jesus. Could you please come and heal my brother, our brother? Jesus waited. He did not come. And eventually, Lazarus passed away. And he was put in the cave with a stone in front. Let me read the scripture. In John chapter 11, 38 to 45. Then Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, bad smell, for he had been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. God the Father sent the Son, Jesus Christ, into the world. You sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bowed hand and foot with grave clothes. His face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the thing Jesus did believed in him. Let's see another picture of Lazarus walking out of the cave. He was dead and Jesus raised him from the dead. My brother and sister, you may be facing some dead situation, some situation that looks hopeless. Your dreams have been tarnished, has been destroyed because of something happened in your life, your business, your marriage, your parenting, your finances may be in trouble, but if you come to Jesus, you trust in Him. He can say to you, remove the stone. Come out. I will restore you. I'm a God of restoration. 
I'm the God who gives life. Believe in me, and you will see it. One time, many years ago, I was a brand new believer. There was a 17 years old man show up in the hospital in Thailand. I was a brand new believer, just accepted Christ one year, and he show up because he was shot by the gun in Cambodia. There was a fighting between Thailand and Cambodia at the border at that time. He was shot by a gun, and his skull, his skin came off with a big hole on his skull here. When you open the head dressing, the bandage, you can see the brain pulsating under. Wow, that was deadly condition. If he left it like that, he would have died from meningitis or brain. Abscess because infection could go in. So I tried to perform surgery to close it up. Hopefully he will survive. He did not have money to go to Bangkok. He was a poor man, shot by a gun on his brain, his skull, big hole about this size. I operated on him, tried to move the skin to close the hole. A few days later, the skin was dead. The hole opened again. So I. Look at his face and say, uh, "Mr. So and So, I don't know what to do next. I gave up. I have no way to help you." And he did not have money to go to the big hospital in Bangkok. This is a hopeless case, deadly situation. He should have died. I went back home, and I knelt down in my bedroom. I said to Jesus, "Lord, you raised Lazarus." You raised that man at that city. Could you do me a favor? If you speak to the father, <laughs> you can really save this man from being dead. I pray. I did not know how to pray very well because I was a brand new believer. I pray and trust God that God will help him. I went back to the hospital the next morning. Open the head dressing, the bandage, and I had a big goosebump because that big hole was closed Amen. overnight. <laughs> After that day, I knew and I knew my God is the living God. He could do, He could perform supernatural, wonderful thing for mankind. The thing that man seemed impossible, looked like impossible situation, he can fix it. Nothing is too hard for him, because as a neurosurgeon, I know and I know this man gonna die, no matter what. I gave up my ability to help this man, but God helped him, healed him, saved him. Is it wonderful that we can cry now to God? Amen. The death situation can be your job, your finances. I remember when I first moved to America, I did not have any salary. I had to work for free for University of Washington because I'm a foreign doctor. So they say, if you want to stay here, hey, work for free. Spend your saving. I looked at my wife. My wife said, "Don't worry, God will take care of us." So we signed a contract, work for free, no salary. And you know that medical work is hard. You have maybe five hours sleep at night, but you work for free. And after a few months, the boss said that 
Oh, by the way, we don't have job for you next year. You have to go back to Thailand. Oh, okay, no income, and the job is going to be over. And I came home and told my wife, Pastor Da, say, "Don't worry, our God is a big God. He can resurrect our financial and job situation." We sat down together in the kitchen and pray, "God, you can perform miracle." If you can raise Lazarus from the dead, you can open the door. You can resurrect my job in America here. We pray together. Oh, <laughs> God is so good. He performed miracles. He twisted the arm of the professor and chairman at University of Washington. Something happened in the department, and my boss called me in and say, "Hey, I want to offer you a full-time job now." You're gonna be with us until the end of your training, and you're gonna get the certificate to become a neurosurgeon here. We offer you a job now. You want we, you want to know the story? Why? No, I don't. I'll not tell you. Okay, <laughs> you can ask me personally. But something happened supernaturally that my boss had to beg me to stay, and I got the job back and with full pay. Not only that, not only full pay. He. Appointed me to be the boss of all American residents or doctor in the department. Not only get a job, get a salary, but I was the head of all the Americans doctors in the department. From nothing, from dead to resurrection, promotion, and full blown of the blessing of God. My God, Jesus Christ. It's a God who raised the dead situation. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah! He's a God that when He show up, He can do anything. He is a God who can give you direction when you don't know where to go. The Bible says in John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus said to him, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Jesus is the way. What does it mean? Number one is the way to heaven. When we believe in Jesus, our sins are forgiven, and we can have the ticket to go to heaven, and we can be in heaven for eternity. He died on the cross. He took our sin on his body. He forgave us, and he offered us righteousness, so that we don't have to pay for our own sin in hell, and we can have super abundant life. He is the way. The way to heaven, but not only that, He is the way. It means He gives us direction of life. He tells us what to do. We don't have to be blind. We don't have to be confused what to do next. What to answer people? That's what happened to my life a lot. When I look at the X-ray of my patients, I don't know what to do. Should I operate on the lumbar level L3-4 or lumbar 4-5 or what? I don't know because the MRI looked very confusing, and then I pray, God, Jesus is the way. You're gonna show me direction what to do with my patient, and He spoke to me, do this and this and that, and I did it, and the patient become pain free, and the patient hugged me and say, Wow, thank God, to who helped you. I I mention to my patient all the time that God helped me. To plan for the surgery, he is the way for me. Not only that, he is the truth. 
We don't have to live in lies and deception anymore. He gave us the truth, so we know what is right, what is wrong. He is the way for us. He is the truth for us, and he is the life. He gave us life. He gave us good health. He can heal us. I remember many years ago, I went to Japan for mission trip, and I was attacked by severe skin inflammation, which is called eczema. Actually, I have congenital eczema since I was a young boy. I grew up with some eczema. Eczema is a uh, skin become itching and very painful on your body. I think medical doctor and nurses know about this. I went to Japan. I got attacked. I had severe eczema. The whole body just so painful, and I had to take prednisone, the steroid, to kill the pain and to stop the inflammation. I say, Jesus, you are. The resurrected one, you are my answer. You are my healer. The doctor say I need to keep taking medication for the rest of my life, but I believe you can heal me. And Jesus healed me. One day I woke up, all the eczema was gone. And not only that, it's not just gone, gone completely. That no more residue of eczema that I suffered since I was a young boy. The skin become like a baby, just so good. Sometimes I look at my own hand. Wow, I can't believe when God healed me. He healed like completely and looked like a skin of a young man. Wow, God is so good. God is real. He can heal you. He is a provider. He is the way and the life. He is the good God. Amen. You may feel that your life failed. You try so many things and fail and fail and failed. But when Jesus show up, He give you success. He came to provide for you everything. In Luke chapter five verses three to seven, then He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to pull out, put out a little from the land. And He sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, "Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch." But Simon answered and said to him, "Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net." And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners. In the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. Wow! Peter failed in his job; he could not get any fish all night. But when Jesus showed up, Jesus brought the miracle. He could get the fish to the point that the boat almost sank. Everyone say, "When Jesus showed up." He give me life. He give me success. He give me provision. He forgive my sin. He can restore my life. I'm not preaching all this out of theory. I have experienced the wonderful power, grace, favor, and compassion of Jesus Christ all these forty years. That's why I'm totally. Persuaded and convinced that Jesus is the living God, 
and that's why we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. I would like to encourage you that you should accept Jesus into your heart. You should invite Him into your heart. Repent of your sin, and you say, "Jesus, please come into my life. Please show up in my home. Please come with me in my job. Come with me in my traveling, in my driving. When you show up, you shall protect me. You shall help me. You shall guide me. You shall bless me. You will take care of me." Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you came into the world 2,000 years ago, and you show me. How God looks like. You are the Son of the Living God, and you are not in the tomb anymore. You were resurrected by the power of God to show me that you are not just a religious leader, but you are the Almighty God. And one day, we all gonna meet Him. Amen. God is good. How many people believe that Jesus is alive today? Thank God that He gave His life for us. He sacrificed His life for us so that we can have life. Jesus gave us life and gave it super abundantly. I would like to encourage all of you to really give your life to Jesus Christ. He is real. Amen. Think about this. Have you ever thought where you came from? Have you ever asked that question? Where did you come from? There's no way that you came from explosion. There must be a creator. There must be a designer. You reconcile to the designer, to your creator. God created you. You did not look like monkey at all. Monkey doesn't know how to do hairstyle. Monkey doesn't know how to put false eyelash. Monkey doesn't know how to cook bun thit nướng and chai yo and steak. You were creative because God created you. And you have the conscience on the inside of you what is right, what is wrong. Because God created you in His image. Please come back to God. And thank God, He showed Himself that He is real by coming into the world 2,000 years ago. And Jesus claimed, when you see me, you see the Father. He is the only man in the whole universe that claimed to be God. I dare not claim to be God, but Jesus claimed to be God. When a man like that named Jesus claimed to be God, there are only three possibilities. Number one, he's a true God. And he's a true God. He performed miracles. He can stop the wind, the storm. He was raised from the dead. He healed the lepers. He healed the blind and the deaf. He was God. His teaching was powerful, the best teaching. When you learn the teaching of Jesus, you know Jesus is God. The second possibility, he is crazy. He should be in the mental hospital because he claimed to be God. Number three, he is a liar. But can you imagine? If you stay with me in my house for three days only, you will see my weaknesses. You will know I'm not a perfect man. Only three days. You don't need three years, okay? Only three days in my house. You will find out that Pastor Lao is imperfect. 
all the disciples who walked with Jesus for three and a half years, they all were willing to die for Jesus. They knew and they knew Jesus is not a liar. He is not a crazy mental man. He is the real God. They were willing to die for Jesus. That's why we believe Jesus is God. And please be reconciled to your Creator. Amen. Amen. You did not come from monkey. You did not come from sodium, potassium, calcium, joined together somewhere many thousand years ago and developed to be a cell, and the cell coming to become a, a animal, and the animal come to you. You never seen that in history for thousands of years of that kind of development. That is a false hypothesis of evolution. We were created by God. Amen. How many people have iPhone? You think your iPhone came by accident? From an explosion? Somebody make the iPhone, is it right? You think you are more smart than iPhone? Can iPhone have a baby? iPhone cannot have a baby. You can have a baby. If the iPhone was as designed and made by somebody who's so smart, you were created by somebody smarter than those engineers. You were created by God. And the God, the creator that I talk about, came into the world 2,000 years ago. His name is Jesus. Should we be reconciled to God? Let's pray together. Let's pray with me. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord. I did not come from monkey. You created me in your image. Thank you, Lord, for sending your son, Jesus Christ, into the world to save me. When Jesus showed up in my life, I will experience life, healing, salvation, forgiveness, compassion, help, direction, provision, Victory, miracles. Thank you, Lord. Did you love me first? Lord Jesus, you are my Savior. You are my Lord, my King. You are the living God. You are the one true God. You are in my life, Lord. I will follow you served you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise God. Congratulations that you prayed that important prayer. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you glad that you're here tonight? Wonderful to celebrate Christmas together. Amen. God is good. Everyone say, God is good. Turn to the person next to you. God loves you so much. Have a wonderful new year. And next year, wonderful, victorious year for your life. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.